0: Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. My name is Bob Mustachetti, and I am a workplace strategist. I spent my entire 15-year career in corporate real estate facilities and today I'm here to talk to the CEO of Nuvolo, Tom Stanford about the recent recent shifts in the industry and how we need to view the workplace moving forward. Tom, good to talk to you this morning. Hey Bob, good morning. Good morning. So happy I could be here today. Thank you so much. Great. I appreciate the time. So the first thing I wanted to cover was this recent survey by Deloitte. 90% of organizations are either planning to or have already returned to the workplace. What things, from your perspective, do you think need to be contemplated as these firms re-enter their workplace?
1: Yeah, no, Bob, it's a great question. And by the way, not only not only are we thinking about it as fast-growing enterprise software companies, but it, it is front of mind, you know, all the way from the board level down for our customers across the globe. So, you know, let let me talk a little bit about I think you know some of the some of the things that we're seeing and i think the the importance of sort of uh, of collaboration here there's three critical functions from our point of view at Nibolo that are relevant here the workplace services team facilities management and corporate real estate you know the ability for these three organizations to work together to have a shared capability tech stack if you will sort of shared data is absolutely essential these are the three key constituents you know from our perspective The most important thing from my point of view is all three need to work together. And and I think there are a handful of absolutely critical considerations. And Bob, for us and for our clients, when we're speaking to them and we're in the vortex, we like to keep things simple. I think the proliferation of technology providers and point solutions and other things out there, they're doing nothing but sort of confusing the customer base. You know, from our perspective, we want to keep things simple. Understanding who is going to be in the office so they can collaborate. That's the whole point. Super simple requirement. How do you know that? You know, what day should I be in the office, you know, as a a team member and as an employee? And I I think this is the most important thing. Am I just being asked to show up? Meaning, is it edict or mandate? Or I think this is the more important conversations we're having with our customers. Or is it purposeful? And will my colleagues be there? And how do I know that? And what are going to be the opportunities for us to sort of collaborate work together and add value to the business, it has to benefit the employee. Our perspective is that these sort of edict based strategies, they're simply not gonna work over time. We believe in the recommendations we're making to our customers is the workplace design needs to be purposeful. The reason for people coming, into the office needs to be purposeful. The collaboration opportunities need to be meaningful for them, and you know I think that is a th- those are the foundational requirements for us. And again, under a strategy of keep it simple, keep the employee themselves and their ability to add value to the business as a center point of all that. But we're focused with our customers on creating meaning and coming back to work. How do we create a destination not only in our own workspaces? but also provide those that advice and guidance for our customers and we see it we see it in the press you know you know the i think the the large financial institutions have been an example of this you need to be focused on making a return to work an amazing experience for your employees uh, as opposed to mandating that they show up four or five uh days a week you know yeah, um, Tom, um, you know what are your thoughts there
0: I just really want to focus on something you said there cuz i really liked purposeful right and what we've seen that we haven't seen before is a global compelling event. It's swept the entire globe. And what that's led to is, and I hate to use buzzwords, but the great resignation where before it was a real battle for top talent. And if you go to Silicon Valley, you go to a certain tech company, they have, they spend millions of dollars on their cafeteria and that food is free. And when you go on a tour as a new hire, or a prospect, they take you through the cafeteria and they say, look at this wonderful place you can eat lunch every day. And ours is better than theirs. And that was one of the things I saw this firsthand with some some of my customers were really trying to attract that top talent. But now we had a shift where this global pandemic has really changed the way people approach work and approach their life. Mm -hmm. And they say, is this something that I feel is purposeful? And it's something I want to do. So really for the heads of workplace, the heads of corporate real estate and the heads of facilities, it's really important to design a workplace and support a workplace that provides purposeful, meaningful environments for people to collaborate and do their work and keep it simple, give them One place, one kind of focus area for all support services related to the employee experience, um, whether that's technology, whether that's processes like you mentioned earlier on, but really we've seen something here. It's not just a hot labor market or a hot technology. It's a global compelling event that really had to really is making leaders refocus their shift on creating a purposeful workplace. And I really liked what you said there.
1: It's very interesting. I think when we talk to some customers, this is the sort of dichotomy of the world that we live in today and the market that we serve. In some cases, customers don't know if they need twice as much space or half as much space. Right. They're not quite sure or are struggling to understand what, what the makeup and construct of that space is. You know, things like the, the need or the importance of collaboration with my team, you know, and having visibility into when they're going to be there, who am I going to have the opportunity to interact with? What's the nature of that sort of experience uh, going to be? So there's a huge chasm. And I think again, going back for us as Navolo, we're trying to keep things simple for our customers the world has changed forever. So and anyone who doesn't believe that is naive, you know, and sort of or, or has got blinders, you know, on and so as we think about the workplace, it's one of four or five elements right. of the overall employee experience that have to be important to us. Are we building a good culture? Do we take care of yes. our employees? Have we created a and and have we created a work environment? Workspace, tech stack, and experience uh, for them to easily go into the office, easily be able to allocate a space they can use, have knowledge and visibility on their opportunity to collaborate, their colleagues. And when they go there, they feel like they accomplish something, meaning yes. they had a positive experience. It was purposeful in nature. It was collaborative and i got to see my colleagues i got to socialize and interact you know i had lunch together you know with my team and I'm encouraged to do that again. Tom, those that's are the a great. That we'll that's,
0: you, you hit the nail right on the head because that's another topic that's come up over the last two years. It's called equitable work. Mm-hmm. And it, I really liked that when I heard that from one of my friends, peers in the industry who works for a technology company. And she was talking about equitable work. You know, what am I getting? What What am I providing with What am I what I'm doing? I'm not just doing a task. What am I getting out of it? What am I providing back to the business? What value am I adding? And all those things you just spoke about really, really leaned into that. And again, purposeful work, equitable work. I think these are all really important things when looking at the workplace. Now let's let's shift. As we talk about people going back into the work, now we've seen another word kind of come into the forefront over yes. these last two years, and that's hybrid workforce. Mm-hmm. Now hybrid in the past had a different kind of meaning. It meant hybrid kind of meant, you know, unassigned seating, utilization strategies, you know, team collaborative work. Now, it means some days I'm at home, some days I'm at the office, some days I'm traveling, some days maybe I'm even in like a WeWork space. So really understanding the hybrid future of the workforce. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: So, you know, and by the way, we're, we're in, we're going through this process internally how do I wrap all of those things into sort of one experience? So I think yes. about the design for our new for our new headquarters facility uh, in Boston. We're going through this you know process right now. I want to have the ability I want to have the ability in that space where I can go and have a meeting with ten people in a conference room with whiteboards in a very traditional context. But the next day, if I'm visiting clients in that area, I want to come in and have, And have a cup of coffee and have an open collaborative space, or find a corner where I can sit and do work or think thoughtfully. Or, you know, I wanna go up and visit, let's say, maybe a a colleague of mine on the business development team who is in more of maybe a more traditional setting, meaning as we think about the different sort of set of requirements, collaboration space, meeting space, private office space, you know, um, sort of this, this we work sort of open, flexible sort of things where we are thinking about, you know, from our own perspective, and in the way in which we'll share strategy, you know, with our customers, how do we have our cake and eat it too, and try to incorporate all of those elements. We want Nivolo HQ to be a destination, we want you to be able to do multiple things there, see colleagues, collaborate, have private space, have open space, you know, drop in, grab a cup of coffee, whatever you are, sort of collective set of requirements are, and we want you to be able to do that on a flexible basis. We want you to have an experience in reserving, managing, and utilizing that space that's easy and simple and intuitive. And uh, Bobby, I think we can, not only can we do those things at Navolo, but I think we can help our customers get to that place as well.
0: In the past, the hybrid kind of flexible model was widely adopted in the APAC region years ago, Australia, Asia, those areas really adopted that kind of concept of neighborhooding and you show up and you sit where it's available, you sit where you need to collaborate. But now over the last two years, the rest of the world has kind of been pushed in that same direction where a few years back and- HP was one of the first that went to a completely unassigned model. And it was basically neighborhooding concepts and, and, you know, when you're in the office, these are the areas of which you can reserve space and things like that. Now, the rest of the world has taken this approach to where it's it's real estate on demand, if you will. It's workplace on demand. You know, a lot of these progressive companies, they have little phone booths. Uh, Some people like those, some people don't, so that you can have a quiet personal call where you need to have that space to yourself but really it's space on demand space as a service but internally these organizations need to take a good hard look from the inside out and make sure they understand the way in which their people are working and provide the space that those folks need to do equitable work and have a purposeful outcome to kind of put a wrapper on this whole thing
1: bobby just one i think bob these are not one size fits all models right It's very, very important that as, as an employer, as a company, you know, we know, we know our demographic, we know our culture, we know our employees, we we spend a tremendous amount of time and effort really trying to understand sort of that we have a DNA and a personality and a demographic, you know, at Nabola, and we, we implore our customers to ask the same questions and have the same level of knowledge, right? And then you have to personalize your work. yes, yes personalize the experience. Know? I love it. You know, yeah. and so when I when I think about Bob, when I think about our company, we we tend to have a younger demographic, and their needs are uh their needs are different. You know, and in, many, in many in many in many cases, they want to come back to the office. There's a higher need for socialization and interaction. Yes. And so I think it's very important that you understand your company DNA and your company demographics. Yeah. That should play a critical role in in the formula that you use and the approach that you take taken into the taking taking those critical things you know into consideration.
0: So as we wrap this up, I think the key takeaways here are to design a purposeful return to work strategy so that folks can do equitable work. And then as you move into your hybrid work strategy to understand your demographic so that you can provide the space, the services, and the amenities that align to your corporate demographic. Tom, you're a very busy man. I appreciate the time that you took to speak with me today.
1: Thanks so much, Bob. Really a pleasure to be here. I'll talk to you very soon. Take care, Tom.
0: This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit CornetGlobal.org to learn more.